And if you want to do this kind of the right way, then you eat 2,200, right? And a majority of that, that 200 cal- calories, oh God, hopefully I'm still on, but uh, a majority of those calories should actually be carbohydrates. Welcome to the Be Better Mindset Podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your full potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Royce. It's Friday. We haven't been on for a while. We're trying to do some Fitness Friday ones for you guys because kind of that's where our specialty is. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one's really going to be all about gaining muscle. And we want to give three practical ways for you guys that you can utilize today or this month to be able to capture that goal that you're trying to do, which is gain a little size, gain a little mass, maybe get a six pack, maybe get bigger arms, whatever you're trying to do. Hopefully this topic today can push you towards that direction. But if you guys haven't subscribed yet, make sure to do that so you guys don't miss another episode. And if you guys want positive messages on a daily basis, just follow us at Nevada Fitness, or you can follow us at Royce LaGuerta, or you can follow Corey and just kind of stare at him. At, what is it, at Corey Coma? Uh, yeah, Corey Coma, C-O-R-E-Y underscore K-U-M-A. Yeah, he, 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 he posts... I don't post that much. He posts a lot of booty pics, so if you guys oh, yeah. want to follow that... I'm, I'm great at the duck ass posts. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all he does, at least three out of the four posts. Oh, so. yeah, dude, I go to Booty Builder every day. <laughs> all right so guys well with that said let's get right into it i want to give you guys kind of the first big practical way to get big and, it, and it's pretty self-explanatory mm-hmm. Corey, what were we talking about on reason one? Oh, you got to eat big to get big and but the the important caveat for that is eat big of the right things right you can't just eat everything in sight just because you're trying to gain mass and yeah. stuff and gain strength doesn't mean you can go down wolf down an entire you know bag of oreos as much as we would all love if that were the case yeah like not the case guys like you know i'm i'm in the like i'm in the middle of a, a clean bulk and like yeah i'm eating like 4500 calories a day mm-hmm. but it's all extremely clean you know, right. it's, it's very clean carbs, like riced, um, riced cauliflower, that type of stuff. Um, only specific cheeses, you know, that don't have sugars and stuff like that in them. Um, you know, clean meats, clean vegetables, that type of stuff. You know, and yeah, cool, I get one little cheat thing every Saturday night. But yeah. otherwise, it's a lot of self-control. And it, it really is. People, they think, oh, that's going to be easy. That's not easy, man. It's entirely different difficulty. That much, that many calories in a day. By the end of the day, like I'm staring at my plate, like I don't want to eat anymore. (laughs) No, it really is. I think there's a lot of athletes that use this opportunity to just like, hey, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm on bulk phase, so literally they just eat every single thing, Mm -hmm. and um, they find themselves worse off than where they were, Mm -hmm. right? If we want to put anything scientific here, guys, and if you guys are, are like currently counting your calories, 
I highly recommend eating somewhere 110% of your caloric daily needs. Mm -hmm. So let's just say you're burning like 2,000 calories a day. Mm -hmm. Then if you want to do this kind of the right way, then you eat 2,200, right? Mm -hmm. And a majority of that, that 200 calories, oh God, hopefully I'm still on, but uh, a majority of those calories should actually be carbohydrates. Mm -hmm at least for me, right? Um, and then that's that's a really good way to do it. So you're not like, a lot of people will eat so much that they start to slow down. And when you start to slow down, your your performance in the gym is not the same. Not so you're just like, you're really just training as an overweight person again, mm -hmm. right? And, um, and, and Corey's absolutely correct. People think losing weight is, is, is really difficult. Sometimes gaining weight can be extremely challenging because I always tell athletes, I was like, you have to eat when you're full and then you have to eat a little bit more. Yeah. Right? And oh, trust me, I know. Like, sometimes there are nights I dread having to go home and eat literally two pounds of meat. Right. I'm like, oh. yeah. Dude, I just had like six eggs and a couple of my ridiculous mm -hmm. health waffles crap yeah now i gotta go home and eat two pounds of ground beef exactly oh god all right let's do this exactly it's, guys it's, I... you have to approach it almost like a workout you just have to like be determined like okay yeah. cool just five more bites yeah <laughs> just look at it like reps yeah you know? and for some of you, you're like wait that doesn't sound that bad but what what it really is i mean it's not it's, it's not that we don't like to eat those things, mm -hmm. but just like anything else, when you eat the same thing over and over and over, it kind of loses its taste. Mm -hmm. It loses its excitement, right? Mm -hmm. You can eat pizza all day, but if you eat hundreds and hundreds of pizza and that's all you do... You get tired of it. You get tired of it. Mm -hmm. And guys, that's really what it feels like gaining weight, right? And um, once you're actually there... I think it's a really, really special feeling because you start to really appreciate like maintaining weight or losing weight. Like there's, there's, uh, there's easiness and, and difficultness in both phases. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think people can kind of mistaken it that it's, it's an exciting phase. Gaining weight is an exciting phase. It's actually very, very difficult. And I want to make sure you guys have an understanding that it's actually fairly challenging to do that. Although, unless you're like a person that just really, really loves to eat, and that's like one of the few, but I, but but even then, I think you still lose the nostalgic feeling yeah. of just like, yeah, I get to gain weight, right? Yeah, it almost becomes like a task. It becomes but a task. That's where yeah. that's where dedication comes in. You know, it's like exactly. we said, we said a million times, motivation eventually fails everybody. That's where dedication has to kick in. Exactly, like you have to force yourself. Like I've. I've got to do it. I have to finish this meal. Right. It's just a few more bites mm -hmm. then I'm done. You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. And one of the biggest problems, I think a lot of times are a, a client will come in and they'll be like, dude, I'm just not gaining any weight. I was like, how long has it been? Oh, it's been like three days. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And I'm yeah. like, no, you got People, they think it's, it's, it's like a uh, magic bullet. No. Yeah. Dude, you got to eat. You got to eat hard. Yeah. You got to eat hard consistently. Yeah. It's all about consistency. Exactly, yeah. And you, and you know what, guys? If you're there, like I'm telling you, the first three days, it does feel like you're stuffing your face. 
and it's not gonna happen overnight. Like you literally have to be so consistent eating that much so your body can acclimate and adapt, right? And over time, your actually your metabolism actually starts to increase because it starts to understand that that's how much calories it it normally gets. Mm-hmm. So there is that face of like you're feeling super full at the start, and then eventually your body just like craves it over and over and over again. And it's pretty cool. I think the performance, when you do this right, your performance really starts to go up Mm -hmm. in terms of like the weightlifting component, the strength component, um, even some of your conditioning components if you're doing this right. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you guys are eating big, you will get big. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of the first practical reason, guys. I know some of you guys are coming up and say, how do I gain muscle? Do you got to eat? Like, what are, you, what are you eating first? Let's go see what you're eating. That's kind of the first area we, we like to target, mm-hmm. right? So what's, what's another area, Corey, f- that you like to prioritize in order for you to get big? <sighs> Prioritizing sleep, which is, it's definitely, that's actually the most difficult one for me mm-hmm. just because I've classically had sleep issues and like these days I have to physically like say aloud, no, you do not have to get up for another hour. Right. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. You know, it's you have to prior prioritize. Get a minimum, minimum of seven hours of sleep. Yes. Like that's that's sci- the scientifically proven uh, time frame for all <clears throat> all of your body systems to work at mm-hmm. optimum levels. Like brain, body, blood, cardiorespiratory, everything. Exactly. I think some of the one of the most misinformation that we get uh, when people are coming in is they think they're building muscle when they're in here, mm-hmm. right? You're actually just trashing it, and you're you're tearing it, and you're you're challenging it. Where you're actually repairing and creating growth in the body is in your sleep. Mm-hmm. And um, we often find athletes that don't gain a lot of weight or a lot of muscle because they lack the recovery component. We ask them the simple questions like, cool, when do you sleep? And then they're like, well, sometimes I sleep at eight, sometimes I sleep at nine, sometimes I sleep at 12. And, and it's, a, it's an indication that you're, you're, not, you're not really recovering. Because if you were recovering, you'd be like, oh, every day at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, at eight, 8.30 is really when I shut down, but I start to really just have my protein shake, all of these things. Mm-hmm. They, they have people that really are like, you're looking at them externally, they have a dedicated routine to sleep, mm-hmm. right? They have their, their post meal, they have their car, they do their stretches, they even have an alarm clock. In fact, I think that's even more important instead of a wake-up alarm is a sleep alarm, oh, yeah. right? For especially if you're trying to gain size. So um, ensuring that you guys are getting adequate amount of sleep, I'm not saying like I think seven hours is optimal, right? Like for me, I'm getting like six, but it really depends on how well you're sleeping as well. Um, and uh, I think that's a, such an important like takeaway for people because everything you're right, like every single part of your human system is is uh, is working correctly when you're getting the right amount of sleep, mm-hmm. right? So, did you want to add anything else on that? Um. Yeah, I would, um, you know, just small little tips to kind of help out with sleep is, like, I took the TV out of my room. Dude, like, yes. I, li- like, 
that it's a distraction you know um i turn off all the notifications on my phone so mm-hmm. like people can't call through they can't text through unless it's you know i have people you guys can call me my family can call me if it's an emergency but obviously yeah. if you're calling me at 11 30 at night something's probably pretty wrong yeah um but you know i don't want any notifications from social media or anything like that because i know that like yeah. if i see something might upset me so and then i'm not I'm not going to be able to go sleep. back to sleep yeah it triggers you, you a little know, bit exactly um let's see so uh cold dark rooms they promote promote better sleep so i've got blackout mm-hmm. curtains stuff and yes. you know i even when it's cold as hell like it is lately, like I leave my windows open all day to get that, you know, the condo nice and cold. Yeah. Um, and then another one is actually showering right before bed. So obviously the hot water is going to help your body and muscles to kind of relax. But then that little bit of a cold shock, yeah. it actually puts you in a state that's much more conducive to sleep. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, like I think uh, there's there's so many of these different rituals that's going to allow you to sleep and i think everyone thinks we're extremely disciplined mm-hmm. but in reality we just take out everything that's like a burden in in front of us mm-hmm. so we don't have to face that mm-hmm. right for you you said you turn your all your notifications off mm-hmm. uh for me like at six o'clock i try to keep the phone as far away from me as possible because mm-hmm. anything Regardless if it's a uh, a text message that's great or a text message that's wrong, they all hit me the same. I always think the world is on fire, but in real in reality, it's just a text message, right? Oh, yeah. Or it's just a notification from a calendar, exactly. right? And um, when you're stressed out that way, it, it's very difficult to sleep. So. Just like removing the phone for sure. If you guys haven't moved your TV, I highly recommend that you you, you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you have the luxury of another room, mm-hmm. put it somewhere else. You don't oh, need yeah. that TV, right? Um, and you'd be very surprised, like some of these simple habits that you you do is actually what's building your body, mm-hmm. right? It's not the reps and the. It's not like the oh, it's the twenty five degree angle of the bicep curl and the the uh the trajectory of how your hips move that's going to allow you to get big no it's get get the tv out mm-hmm. turn your phone off go to sleep yeah allow your body right? to recover from what you're putting it through exactly and get big mm-hmm. another one that i like to do stretch oh yeah you know i think uh when we're naturally anxious and st- and stressed when we're naturally uh stressed Sorry, like if I repeated myself, it's because my my or this thing is like it just keeps on saying battery low. Oh, gotcha. But um, yeah, when you're stressed or anxious, your muscles are so tense, and you're just like you're wired to just fight. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can stretch prior to going to sleep, mm-hmm. it also starts to remind the mind that it's okay to relax. Mm-hmm. And um, our stress and our anxiety. Is, is stored in our muscles. And people don't understand that a lot of times. But if you just relax it via passive stretching or you can foam roll, mm-hmm. it can, re- it, it, number one, it'll, it'll, it'll release the tension out of your body. But number two, for some reason, you become, you become less anxious. Would you agree? Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's such a special one, guys. Like, so just to, the first one is just eat big to get big. The second one is prioritize your sleep. Mm-hmm. 
And um, the third one, guys, is uh, it's pretty, again, kind of self-explanatory. It's push the weights. Mm-hmm. And I want to unpack this because I think when we say push the weights, you guys might think they're like, oh, man, they want me to go big. Okay, no. so Corey. Safety first. Yeah, so. Like, you know, like today, you know, we did uh, we did five rep testing for deadlifts, right? right? And everybody wants to throw on a crap load of weight, but mm-hmm. that is the easiest way to get hurt. Right. You have to make small jumps. People right. think that when they're, you know, like, oh, I'm going for a new PR. Oh, it's got to be like 45 pounds on each side. No, it no. doesn't. Yeah. Dude, five, two and a half pounds on each side, mm-hmm. five pounds on each side. It's still more than you got last time. That right. is still pushing yourself. That's the key is smart smart jumps. Smart jumps. Pushing yeah. yourself, pushing the weight, not just being like, oh, cool, man. Yeah, I hit 225. I'm going to stay here for about six months. No. Yeah. Start trying to push to 230. Yeah. 235. Like every month or so, every six weeks rather, let's, let's try to add five pounds onto exactly. that PR. You know, yeah. your body can absolutely handle that. And it starts to build up a lot faster than you think it is, mm-hmm. you know? And the, before you know it, the next thing you're like, oh crap, when did I get legs? Yeah. When did I get side abs? Yeah. You know, all this, it's people, I, I, I guess I kind of blame like a lot of the like hype videos and the gym videos and stuff oh, on, yeah, on YouTube. Because they like it, they only show people like the the glamorous stuff like lifting oh, their oh, biggest weight. Right? Yeah, I got like yeah. four fifty on the bar, and here, yeah. But they're not showing you what it took to get, get there. there. Yeah, they're not showing you all the little jumps they had to do, or how many times they missed four oh five before they finally got it. Yeah, you know. So I like how Corey brought that up because I think we have this perception that if I all of a sudden deadlifted four oh five, the muscles just start to show up, right? No. And um, if you guys follow me in any of my lifts, yes, I'm, uh, I'll post my heaviest lift, right? But that's one lift out of the 90% where I warmed up, right? Yep. And, um, and that warm-up weight is, is, is fairly heavy too, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, they, that 1% doesn't define the amount of work that's needed to get that size. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and uh, when we push the weights, I think people like they assume like when, when you're having those big jumps, it's not it's not necessarily conducive for for building muscle. You have to spend weeks and months at a load that's like number one it has to be challenging. Mm-hmm. If it, if if you can't even, if you're not second guessing it, a lot of times I don't think it's heavy enough, mm-hmm. right? I like to do the 50-50 rule. Like I like to challenge the 50 the 50% where I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got it." Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, it's like 50% is like, "Do well, I, I really know, got man. it?" Like, <laughs> yeah. "Do I got it?" And that's like that's 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 when I know I am challenging my body for the day. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm challenging my body to grow. Yeah. It's a key of or I guess a, a matter of knowing your limitations and how far to push them. Yeah. Like, I think that is a huge problem in just fitness across the board mm-hmm. is, again, like they only, people only get to see the person's heaviest lift, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't know that that was a very calculated lift. They knew how far to push their limits right. for that day. Exactly. You know? 
unless that was, you know, they're crazy strong. And mm -hmm. that was, you know, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to throw 405 on the bar because that's easy for me. Mm -hmm. And it looks cool though. You know, it's, yeah. you've got to know how far to push yourself past that line. It's inches past the line, not a mile past. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really exciting one for me because if you find yourself not gaining the weight, a lot of times I would look at the type of loading that you guys are doing. And, um, and it's a reason, I mean, it's up to you. Like for some people, they don't want to get the muscle. They don't want to get that big and that's fine. You can lift very, very light loads mm -hmm. and, um, you can get a very, very functional body. But if, if you're like, no, I want to get the muscle. I want to get that. You do have like, for me, you do have to dance, dance alongside of risk, mm -hmm. right? And you almost be willing to take on that because that is a possibility. Mm -hmm. When, when yeah. always the possibility that you're going to get hurt. Yeah, and obviously so. you're going to try to mitigate those risks as mm -hmm. as much as possible, but things still happen. Things still happen. And the, yeah. the key is as well when you do get hurt, don't let that completely. Yes. You know, it's not a roadblock; it's a speed bump. Like I've I've jacked my back up twice deadlifting, but. I still came back and I'm still deadlifting. Shoot, can you hear me? <laughs> uh, hopefully, dude. I don't know what happened to my thing, but it just keeps cutting off, so I can't really hear it. But I think it's still working. Um, what were you saying again? Oh, just, you know, it's... Injuries are roadblocks, or they're not roadblocks, they're just speed bumps. You know, oh, like really I said, is, yeah. I've, I've, you know, popped my lower back twice deadlifting in the last couple of years, but mm -hmm. I got right back up on the horse. Yeah. You know, I, I took the time off from deadlifting and training when I had to mm -hmm. and let my body recover. And then, you know, when I started to feel, I, I, I let myself get to about 75%. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, it's time to start moving this thing around again. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start slow. We're going to start nice and light. Yeah. And we're going to work our way back up to where we were at. I didn't like, yeah. oh, God, I hurt my back. I'm never deadlifting again. Right. You know, it's it's going to happen, you know. It's, it's going to happen, and it's actually supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And here's, like, I've been I've been lifting for 15 years, and I've, I've tweaked my back over 10 times. Mm -hmm. And um, the first few times I've done it, I didn't really learn, right? And then the second, and then the third, and the fourth, it just started to progressively get worse. But because it progressively got worse, my attention to detail amplified, right? And um, I started to learn about nutrition. I started to learn about sleep. I started to learn about mobility. I started to learn that, hey, it's probably a good idea that I see a, a massage therapist at least once a month, right? Or, you know, once a week. So, like, in those moments when you do get to those injury components, which I highly, like, I don't want anyone to feel it. Mm -hmm. But there's so much growth in 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 that adversity, mm -hmm. and actually, like it's it, you're right. It's 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 almost an entrance of knowing because I can tell you to mobilize all day, right? And we we do. We tell people to do that. I was like, hey, dude, you should probably foam roll. Hey, dude, you should probably floss your legs. Okay, but how likely are they going to listen if they've never experienced that pain exactly. before, right? Mm -hmm. And we try to like, oh, okay, let's let's 
let's go see what happens, mm-hmm. right? And that's I think that's part of one of the most frustrating components of becoming a trainer, mm-hmm. is because you know it's it's inevitably going to happen, mm-hmm. but we but and we you can't. You try to shield yeah. people from it, but you know you can't. You know you, you can't. can't. Eventually, yeah. some sort of injury is going to happen, no matter if it's you know a somewhat major one or a minor one. It's yeah. going to happen, and really all we can do to be there is be like, all right, cool, man. So this happened. Cool. Right. This is what we're going to do to kind of help you get back to that zero point, and this is how we're going to progress yeah. forward. This is how we're going to adapt so that mm-hmm. that does not happen again. Yeah. It's all it's trial and error. Yeah, it's trial and error. So now it's like, I almost I'm almost okay. That's why when people get injured, I have a big smile because they're ready to listen, mm-hmm. right? And um, and then that little opportunity is actually what builds the largest foundation for their growth mm-hmm. and their size yeah. and um kind of sometimes you got to kind of look at it as you know that's them being swept away into just their foundation yeah so but now cool, you, yeah. Man. you got an empty foundation now we can build on that oh man it's exciting mm-hmm. and and um it does it really i think it's a i think it's an it's another like phase for you to get big mm-hmm. it's not like a it just it almost i feel like it needs to happen i mean hopefully it's not like a catastrophic one where you can't move forever mm-hmm. but a lot of times they're small tweaks you know oh, yeah. it's tweaks that can last two three weeks you know and that's um small sacrifice because i feel like it was where it's worth the growth for me especially for all those ones mm-hmm. um but guys just to recap a little, long, little longer on there. Hopefully you guys are hearing me and the sound works. But just to recap, eat big to get big. Definitely prioritize your sleep. Push the weights, but push the weights where it's... Intelligently. Intelligently. And in the event that you do get hurt, it's okay. It's normal, mm-hmm. right? That's what you want. If, if, if size is not what you want, then, then it's not normal, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, just just work along with it and learn from it and then keep getting stronger mm-hmm. so guys if you uh, if if you guys like the episode and you want to share it with a friend please go do that it allows us to reach more people we'll try to get here more on fridays to to talk about fitness mm-hmm. more specifically about fitness and not just about mindset and um if you guys like it make sure to share subscribe i'll see you guys soon uh and uh like always be better see you guys